5, Life Through Our Senses, with me, Sean Miriam. This is a podcast about having conversations with everyday people about their five senses. Each week, a guest talks about their life, their stories influenced through their sight, smell, hear, touch and taste, and having engaging conversations about their senses that we can all relate to in one way or another. This podcast explores joy and the happiness in the small things that we all take for granted sometimes. As always, please rate, review and subscribe to this episode. Thank you so much, guys. Happy listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Five, Life Through Our Senses with me, Sean. So today, my guest is Bella. Hi! Hi! So happy to be here. Oh, my God, I went very uh, high-pitched then. (laughs) Maybe because I'm excited to see you because I've not seen you for so long. I know, I know. We were just talking about how crazy that is because we both live in London. <laughs> I know, but we've got things planned for the summer. Now we've just arranged like going to Mighty Hoopla or something. That Festival. will be Woo. <laughs> I know, now the sun's coming out and stuff. How have you been then? Um, yeah, are you all good? I've been good. I've been busy. We love being busy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those people that has to always be busy. You want be busy, productive. Be probably part of the reason we've not seen each other yeah. <laughs> well let's just jump straight into it um I'll just ask yeah. you a little bit about yourself like who is Bella what what does she do what I've is... got to ask myself that question every day who are you <laughs> who are you <laughs> <laughs> who am I I don't know <laughs> <clears throat> Um, well, so I, um, I live in London and, um, both my parents are opera singers. So I grew up with a very, um, thespian loud household. So I myself am a performer and, um, yes, I'm an actress and a script writer. And, um, yeah, I was, I started modeling when I was 14. So I kind of naturally then progressed into acting and I got a degree in psychology, which is so random and irrelevant. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's me. Um, I'm <laughs> also a motivational speaker. And um, so I've spoken for Ted a few times. I'm a yeah, very random person. <laughs> That's really cool though, having like, because I feel like you're quite a creative person in that sense where you've got like your fingers in like loads of different pies, which is like, 100%. I love that. And like when we first met e- like each other, when you were telling me all these things that you've been involved with and stuff like that, it's just like, it seems like so like kind of um, spontaneous, but also like you're really like, into that field of like performing creativity like writing and that kind of stuff yeah I feel like everything's kind of connected you know like Mm. it's it's all in a creative field nothing's that like I can never see myself doing like a corporate job or being in finance or I'd love to because I like money but you know I chose the (laughs) non-financial path so (laughs) (laughs) babe same same babe (laughs) so do you feel like that's kind of like you've kind of been brought up with that from like your parents that I didn't realize that both of your parents were opera singers is that how they met or something that's how they met yeah um I was I was brought up like that but my parents funny when your parents are singers or opera singers or actors they there's a there's a saying they never want their kids to do the same I think because they know how hard it is and yeah. they know that the, the financial path is a difficult one so yeah for me my mum was like really not happy when I decided to <laughs> also be in this industry but I think she's coming to terms with it now so 
but it's good because it kind of motivates me to prove to her that I can do it and that yeah. I can be successful at it. So also you can't see this right now, but I'm stroking my dog and she, she's she got the biggest smile on her face and she's very cute. <laughs> oh, what kind of dog do you have? I got golden retriever. She's looking <gasps> at me right now going. <laughs> I feel like golden retrievers have like a happy face. Like my fiance's dream is to get a golden retriever called oh Albus. What's yours I'm called? <laughs> Willow would love to be walked by you. Oh, Willow. She's very beautiful. She's very beautiful. Also, I was so confused because I was like, I don't have a boy staying at mine tonight. So why can I hear snoring so loudly in my room? And then I uh, realized Willow was like hidden under my bed last night. Did she come and snuggle you and stuff? She does. She's not very good at it, are you? She's a very big girl. Oh. <laughs> she doesn't have you had it for a while. She's only five, so not that long. It's quite a sad story, but then it's it's a cute story. We she I found her on like a puppy website because her oh yeah her family couldn't look after her anymore when she was a puppy because one of them got sick and then so she got passed from family to family and then I saw a picture of her like this really cute picture of this puppy and I texted my mom and I was like I was about eighteen years old when this happened mm. and I texted her and I was like. Um, so I've texted this owner and they've chosen us out of 30 people to take the puppy and we can pick it up from Leeds tomorrow. Um, <laughs> um we we basically got a puppy now. <laughs> we got a puppy now. Um, my mum was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> ah, well, that's good. Yeah, she can't say no to me. <laughs> I do this whole thing where I do like a PowerPoint presentation to convince her to let me do something and it always works, so... Stop it. That's very you. <laughs> 100%. She let me, the first time I was ever grounded as a teenager, she let me go to Australia on my own when I was 15 to visit a boy. I mean, I literally, uh, the woman wrapped around my finger. <laughs> from a PowerPoint presentation. I was from a PowerPoint presentation. Stop it. That was actually really funny. <laughs> what yeah. was on the PowerPoint presentation? Like pictures of what you were going to do and like what it will like be benefit me of going and stuff like that. So, I, the first half of the presentation was me apologizing for the reason I was grounded, which is that I went um, I went to Sugar Heart in Essex with my friend with a fake ID to stalk Jerry Essex. And I got grounded in Essex. And then I saw Jerry Essex come out the club and pee in an alleyway. And I was like, oh my God, Jerry! And he was not happy. Um, that got in a big amount of trouble. So <laughs> my first bit was, I know that wasn't safe. Here are the reasons I'll never do it again. And then basically Australia. And I was like, here's why you should let me go to Australia. <laughs> How long did you stay there for? Did you just go on like a holiday or something? I was there for, I actually extended my stay. I was there for um, <laughs> October half term. Lol. It was, I was there for about a week and then I extended it to I think like two weeks. It was the Halloween period, the Halloween period. So yeah, yeah, we love that for me. <laughs> and <laughs> then you came back. To see a boy who gave me no none of his time when I was there um and you know what it really worked out because then I ended up signing with a modeling agency out there and I was able to go back a few years later and, and live there and work there so everything Thank happened that's amazing what so the powerpoint worked it, well yeah. yeah yeah she let me go even though I was grounded she let me go to Australia <laughs> so that's the first time that you got like what kind of like scouted to be like in modeling or did you do had done that before so I got scouted when I was 14. Um, the way I got scouted, it's just crazy how life works. Because So I got into Tony Robbins events when I was 13. I mm. started a foundation, completely changed my life, like taught me about self-confidence and self-love. And 
Um, and yeah, I was having a rough time. So it changed everything. And I started my foundation, Love Kids, so I could run workshops for kids, like teach them the stuff that I'd learned. So uh, the day I gave my first workshop on self-love was the day that I got scouted to be a model. Like it's crazy how life works. And I was in Bath. I wasn't even in London, but it was a London agency. So that was okay. Milk Management, who I was one of their first five models, but they've now got like, they're huge now. Um, Although side note, I don't like them anymore. But <laughs> for the first few years of my modeling career, yeah. And then I ended up moving when they when they weren't happy about me doing my GCSEs. So oh, <laughs> stay brilliant. in school. <laughs> stay in school and you did. Always stay in school. Like I don't regret staying in school. I don't regret doing I, I regret doing degree in psychology, but I don't regret doing a degree. <laughs> It's just something to like have a ba like backup plan, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, it's a backup plan. You know, if all else fails, I'll go work for the NHS. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, love the NHS. Um, but what um, like so since you when you were a model, kind of like you did that, and then you started your foundation. Do you are you still doing that now, or like with your my foundation? It still exists, but now it's kind of me rather than love kids so um I yeah I, I give talks sometimes and like I, I ended up being able to speak at the first Tony Robbins event I went to which is GYLS in San Diego which was insane um I think I was about 16 maybe um oh, wow. I this was all like stuff I was doing as a teenager it was like, basically a kid running workshops for kids which I think was more powerful because I was like hey look at me you can do it I'm your age yeah um, and then my friend who works for Ted who uh, he was working for Ted in, in Pen Pennsylvania at the time. Um, he kind of knew I was doing this and giving all these talks, which is why he nominated me to give a Ted talk at Penn State. And um, that was when I was 18, which was amazing because it was, it was about the myth of perfection, the modeling industry and something I came oh. up with called E-hat theory. So you take the letter E from the end of the word hate and put it at the beginning, it becomes E-hat. So when someone's handing you hate, they're handing you an E-hat with a label on it, but it's up to you whether or not to wear that hat. Um, and oh. just don't wear people's e-hats and so it's this whole self-love talk I gave and mm. um, that was awesome yeah so that's kind of how all the TED thing started as well <laughs> that's amazing but so for all the listeners that don't know what a TED talk is what is yeah. a TED talk um TED is I can't remember what it stands for it's a non-profit organization where you get expert speakers on mm. literally like any topic in the world um okay. and it's a massive privilege to be able to give a TED talk because it means that you kind of have reached the highest stage of that topic of speaking if that okay. makes sense and so it's like the it's like the highest thing you can do as a public speaker motivational speaker is give a TED talk so um it was a massive massive goal of mine like you know a lifelong dream so it was amazing yeah it's really cool organization to be associated with and the ones in America are also insane because they have these huge I mean everything in America is bigger right yeah and auditoriums and theaters and massive ted behind you Not that the is incredible <laughs> that is so <laughs> so good and also like the topic that you did it on was like self-confidence and stuff like that so like doing that and like being so confident in like in yourself and at such a young age like you probably like brought that into like your 20s now and like your i think that's such a good start of life to like actually like have that in you because not a lot of people feel confident in themselves. And the wise words of RuPaul, like, if you can't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. Well, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? <laughs> but it's like, then that, that must have made you feel so, like, um, empowered as well to, like, tell other young people how, yeah, how good life can be when you're confident and kind of, like, you love yourself and, yeah. 
Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's the whole the secret to living is giving thing. And it's so mm. empowering to share these tools with other people. And, you know, yeah. if something's changed your life, you're going to want to tell other people about it. Like, it's not just the self-love thing. So many things that I've learned through NLP, neurolinguistic yeah. programming, which is what Tony Robbins and loads of motivational speakers use. So yeah. many NLP things have changed my life. And the, the interesting thing also about NLP is it helps you to develop your own tools. And so, you know, I thought about the EHAT theory and like when you just naturally become someone's therapist when they're talking to you. So if my friends need advice about something, they always come to me because they're like, Bella's a therapist. She'll... Ah. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. It's been awesome to um, be able to run these workshops and help people. And But the, the thing is, I don't I don't care about significance. I don't do it because I'm like, oh, I, I want to help people so I can say that I've helped people. Mm. I just, why would you not share life-changing tools if you've got them? Yeah, exactly. yeah, 100%. I definitely like agree with you where like when you've gone through something and you feel like you've learned a lot of things from like an experience or something, you want to share it with other people because you're passionate, you've been through it and it's worked for you and you want to just like tell it to everybody kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. And it's and I think that's why I started Love Kids because I was like the fastest way I can spread these these tools and these messages is by starting a foundation rather than just kind of like telling people one-on-one. Yeah, I'll definitely put the um that link in the show notes then. Is there like a somewhere that people can find it and stuff or Yeah, it's it's lovekidsfoundation.com. Love Kids is spelled with a Z on the end. Um but then I've also got my magazine, motivatemag.com. So Motivate oh, wow. Magazine is something I started a bit later on in America. Um yeah. it's a bit like success magazine. So I kind of shifted my focus onto that for a bit because I especially helped during COVID um mm. and you get a lot of um you know just inspirational people telling their stories I even have a section called not just a pretty face where I break the stereotypes of models and get them to tell their amazing stories and you know they're not just a pretty face um and we've got you know see successful CEOs kind of giving sharing their tools and uh yeah so that's what Motivate Magazine is um so is that there's that one as well Cool. And that's like a, is like a digital magazine as well? Or is that like a... Yeah. So that's, you can find that all online. For free. That's Sorry, amazing. I'm my coffee machine. So loud. <laughs> that's fine. I've not had my coffee this morning, actually. I've only had no, coffee. my mug. <laughs> this is what an awesome lorry driver looks like. <laughs> oh my God, stop. I actually gave um my fiance a mug this Christmas. Like, this is what an awesome manager looks like. <laughs> Oh, I love that. We've I've got the Dunder Mifflin one in my cupboard too. I've got lots of fun mugs. <laughs> I think mugs have to be fun. You can't have a boring mug. I've currently got a squiggly, squiggly mug. Oh, I like that. I like the bottom. I like the grip. Yeah, it's like vintage IKEA actually. <laughs> oh, nice! I got another one that says "divorce." It's expensive because it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My mom's mom. Got a lovely mug. <laughs> Well, I feel like everybody knows you a little bit better now. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Um, so obviously this podcast is just exploring kind of just really nice conversations and exploring our five senses, which like luckily like most of us have. Um, so I'll just kind of like ask you about all five senses and ask you what your favorite senses are. So okay. what is your favorite sense of sight to begin with? The sea. I've got this thing about the sea. So whenever I look at it, I can't feel anything. I just feel completely neutral. 
And so I think when I'm stressed or I'm sad or I'm overthinking, every time I look at the sea, I'm just at one with the sea. I know mm. that's so deep, but I love looking at the sea. It just makes me feel so calm. Is there anywhere in particular that you like going to, like in the UK, or like is there a particular memory of like the, the ocean where you like going, or is there like there a picture in your head? In Australia, in Queensland, called mm. Noosa, and there's a walk you can do called Noosa Heads, and on your left you've just got a massive wide view of the sea and you can even take steps down to the sea and on your right you've got this like forest and you can even see koalas and stuff it, it was amazing it's the most amazing wow. thing i've ever seen and that sea was incredible and the thing is no matter how many pictures you take you can't capture it you have to be there and obviously i've only been there once but i've always remembered it yeah it's one of those things it's like sometimes when you see like a the ocean and the sunsets and stuff like that and like all the things surrounding like, around you sometimes you just do capture those moments and you just remember those times and stuff isn't it yeah I can definitely relate to the sea 100% yeah definitely also you might hear my dog making snoring noises right now but it's, it's my dog she, not me is she still snoring <laughs> she's like awake but she's snoring because she's a dog like a golden retriever uh, <laughs> I actually can't hear her at all she stopped now she's going <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go for a walk soon. Well, don't say that I'm covering her ears. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I am, basically, my my grandma's got a dog and it's like a little, like, it's a little dog. And every time, and it's like a Welsh dog as well. So every time I like, it's a Welsh dog, basically. And every time you say um, squirrel to her, she like proper like barks. She like, like, she runs after like squirrels and stuff. But yeah, when you go like, we wired to that squirrel and Welsh, they, it'll just be like, it'll go crazy. Squirrel! Squirrel! She doesn't know what I'm saying. <laughs> There's not much going on behind those eyes. <laughs> so let's go on to the second um, senses. So what is your favourite sense of smell? Birthday candles. <gasps> Birthday candles. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, um, about anchoring. I'm guessing you've discussed anchoring before. N- no. <laughs> interesting because that oh interesting for the podcast so there's this yeah. thing in psychology called anchoring and it's okay. the idea that a certain sense will make you feel a certain way because it takes you to a memory so it's the idea that you oh goodness my dog is barking uh, that's fine do you edit these <laughs> it's all right <laughs> i can get him to be quiet because otherwise he won't <laughs> that's absolutely would- fine muted <laughs> myself so you couldn't hear me yelling oh, thanks babe <laughs> anyway um... <laughs> that's fine you could just carry on it's so fine all right anchoring is yeah it's the idea that a sense connects you to a memory which okay. is why, you know sometimes we don't understand why like a certain smell or a certain taste makes us feel such a strong emotion or connects us so strongly to something it's because it's anchored you to a time in your life so um I saw a guy on TikTok making a joke about birthday candles he said when you're dating someone if you ever want them to like not forget you when when you've broken up every time you have a good moment together blow out a birthday candle people have good associations with birthday candles so every time they smell candles they'll think of you (laughs) I was like that's genius but also a bit weird but genius 
Um, so birthday candles naturally, because, you know, I'm always happy. It's always a good moment when I smell them. So whenever I smell candles, like birthday candles, I always, I feel really good. And like, if I'm at someone else's birthday and they blow out their candles, I always like lean in so I can smell them. Cause I'm like, it makes me happy. <laughs> I love that. And thank you for sharing the, um, like the, is it a theory? Anchoring. Anchoring. Yeah, Anchoring. you can look it up. It's like a proper psychology theory. Um, it is actually, it's something that I've spoken about basically on every episode is like when we speak about our senses you just think about a memory and stuff but yeah. most of the time it is so I didn't I guess that is the word thank That's you for, the word for it. anchoring ask the psychologist what a revelation <laughs> like, good for something <laughs> perfect no I feel like no one's answered answered it like that before where it's like the cat um with that description so yeah thank you I appreciate that of course. <laughs> um so your next favorite sense is your favorite sense of hearing or sound I know you're a musician maybe it is to do with music but maybe not um yeah I thought I thought for this one like I I think I always get really happy when I hear my favorite song which is come on Eileen <laughs> is it so the moment I hear the I get yeah <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think it's just such a happy song. And again, it anchors me to really special moments. Like mm. the first, the, the the my first memory of hearing that song, which definitely was not the first time I heard that song, but like the most strong memory I have was when I was celebrating St. Patrick's Day in Dublin. And I was in this um, really small bar with my ex, RIP. Um, and there was a live band and they started playing Come On Eileen. It was just such a good moment. It was just so fun. We were so drunk. It was great. And I, ever since then, it's just been my favourite song. Every time it comes on, I get so happy. <laughs> and again, like going back to anchoring, I guess, it's like... Yeah. anchors me to that memory and it anchors me to all the times. Oh, and another time I played Come On Eileen, which was an amazing memory, was um, it was when lockdown was being lifted and I hadn't seen... Uh, my best friend, I hadn't seen her for months because mm -hmm. she was really, really trying to protect her dad. And she came over... And we booked flights to Dublin, which actually lockdown ended up hitting again. So we couldn't go again, but we thought we were going. <laughs> and it was my first time seeing her in months in person. And yeah, we put on Come On Eileen and we were celebrating. And it's just a great song. <laughs> How, uh, yeah. I, and also, do you, know, do you know when everything was like starting to open up again and stuff like that? Like probably it made you feel so much. You remember that time because maybe you just didn't see her for ages. So again, like it's going back to a memory where like your favorite song, but also like seeing your friend for the first time. So that maybe that song maybe wouldn't, maybe that memory wouldn't have been in your head if you had seen her the week before or something, because, because yeah. you've not seen her in a while. It was just like, oh my God, I'm seeing you again. We're going to Dublin, like hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's got a good associations, um, that song. Also like lockdown, I think it made us appreciate everything and everyone so much more yeah you're gonna hate me but do you know what I actually really don't like that song <laughs> do you not I can't, it's a very like like that's a good thing about like life people are different people love different things so that's the good thing about the world but like every time it comes on like in a wedding I feel like it's always a wedding song do you know what I mean oh, it's definitely a wedding song yeah <laughs> I'm like Come on, Eileen. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's not it's not my like favorite genre of music. It's just more the memories I have attached to that song. I think. Yeah, and that's why it's so beautiful because it's like it's attached to things. Ah. Oh, my my favorite sound, actually, like in general, because like, my favorite genre of music is reggae. And again, yeah. that's because of my anchor to reggae. Because 
it's my dad's favorite music. So growing up, we'd always blast reggae in the car on a hot sunny day in Italy. And so mm. I great associate every time I listen to reggae, it's such happy music. I love reggae. Yeah. And it's quite like <laughs> nice and yeah, chill vibes. High, high vibes. Yeah, definitely. Really? Thank you for sharing that. Love that. I'm I'm obsessed that you've like taught me the word anchoring now because I feel like every episode now I'm just going to be like that's anchoring (laughs) (laughs) hashtag anchoring (laughs) hashtag anchoring so right let's go to our fourth sense of sight uh sense of sense does that make sense (laughs) is your favorite sense of sense is your favorite sense of touch touch what I'm doing right now uh my dog I'm touching my dog um because it makes me happy because when I when I stroke her she's happy and she's my most prized possession in the world as well as my other dog he's also special but oh you've got another dog I do but the thing is no one talks about we don't talk about Bruno because his name's not Bruno but um he just I don't know he's he's just a bit moody sometimes at the moment I think because he's quite old now you've Um, low-key got a favorite oh I can never say that I can never say that. He gives better cuddles. She just kind of like sits on you. <laughs> really big and you can't breathe. He gets he's small. He's really small and he kind of melts into you. So I love I love stroking him too, my little baby. I feel like I would really enjoy that as well. But I feel like have having a dog in London in a flat is just impossible, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I had a kitten in a flat and he even he went mad. Really climbing everything, he destroyed my plant. <laughs> I still loved him though; he was cute. He like a <laughs> now you've got your little doggies. I have my dogs back, yeah. <laughs> so we've reached the final um, one, which is your favorite sense of taste. Um, it's this. It's really specific, but it's this lime and mint juice and. Ooh. a lot of places don't do it but some places do and the first place I had it was Cafe Concerto and I remember I always when I was like having a hard time or anything I would always go and drink this juice because mm. I always said it tastes like hope <laughs> <laughs> and it literally is just it's just the most I think there's some calming thing I swear some calming drug they put in this juice because it's so good I feel so happy when I drink it there's something in there I'm telling you <laughs> is it like a cordial or something or like a juice that you put it with something a fresh fresh juice lime and mint um Ooh. lime and mint lemon and mint they kind of like different places do it differently as long as it's got mint in it and where yeah. did you say that you tried it for the first time cafe what cafe concerto and you know what is so where's that do it anymore it's a it's a chain of like this italian restaurant in london it's a really good restaurant oh. Very expensive. uh okay. but they yeah they don't do it anymore and i was like it's my favorite juice uh, <laughs> how you don't do it anymore i have to like learn to make it on my own that's not the same is it <laughs> yeah like squeezing like uh, to be fair it does sound pretty nice like quite refreshing but like zing like zingy yeah yeah do you quite like that quite like citrus things or is it just specifically that kind of thing that you like it's I don't know I think it's just this particular juice like it just made me feel like ah so happy (laughs) I love that oh my god it's been so great chatting to you today hasn't it (laughs) oh my god yeah it feels like no time's gone by (laughs) I hope you've enjoyed it um 
but oh yeah gosh, yeah this, this podcast is so different to others I've done like I really I think it's an awesome idea because of the anchoring aspect I think it's so nice to kind of see what memories are special to people and what shapes a person exactly and that's what I kind of wanted to start the podcast is like I wanted to like because I love speaking with different kinds of people and I love hearing people's stories like I've got a tattoo on my like leg saying everybody has a story so I feel oh, like I love that. yeah so I feel like everyone everyone does have a story and I wanted to like hear people's stories and have it in a podcast where other people can like relate to things as well and I feel like everyone has if they're lucky enough have all their senses so I feel like it's a great way and I'm glad that you liked it it's a great way of like sharing people's stories and also kind of sharing people's love of life it sounds like really cheesy but yeah I love it so I'm glad that you enjoyed it oh yeah no I love it um I've got to listen to the other episodes now (laughs) amazing well if anybody wants to like find you online or like seen anything that you've been up to or like obviously you've done tv and stuff in the past like where can they find you um so (laughs) it's a bit of shameless promotion I have a new (laughs) show on Netflix it's called a whole lifetime go watch it (laughs) on Netflix Um, yeah and um I play a character called Georgina (laughs) and my and my Instagram my Twitter my everything is just at Bella Glanville and uh, as I mentioned earlier my uh my magazine website's motivatemag.com so yeah go check it out Perfect. I'll link all of that in the show notes and stuff for everyone to follow if they would like to um, and stuff like that. So perfect. Have an amazing day and I'll definitely speak to you soon. See you soon. This has been so fun. (laughs) Bye, darling. Bye. Once again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me online, I am on Instagram at Sean Marion. That is S-I-O-N-M-E-I-R-I-O-N. I am also on TikTok under the name of at the sober gay underscore. Thank you so much and I will see you next week.